This is a production of 1217 Media. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. As usual, I need y'all to subscribe to the podcast. I need to leave a like, leave some comments, let me know what you think. I'd like to see you to grow and just trying to produce it to this, uh, this next level, man. Take it up into 2024 coming up, man. I'm on a, this is episode, man, 19 or 20, season two. So I'm 120 episodes in, so I'm going to try to keep this thing going. Um, again, subscribe to the podcast, let me know what you think. All podcast platforms, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, everything all over. Let me get to this brief intro, man. This gentleman, and I was going to say he's a Mississippi native. He's an all-court native. Um, I've actually known this gentleman, man, I would say pretty much half of my life that I think about it. Um, give me, let me read about his like statistics and his resume. Give y'all some highlights, man. Let's see. From January 2020 to August 2023, he spent time at Bandit College. 31 total All-Americans between three sports. 23 individual conference championships. Three consecutive women's conference XC championships. Five Heart of America's Athlete of the Year, 184 All-American performers, two two top 25 finishes in the NCAA, NAIA, XS National Championships, two top 15 finishes also in the NAIA Indoor Women's National Championship, eighth place finish in the NAIA Women's Indoor Championship 2022, one national champion um, discus thrower. Also, this gentleman spent time in... Um, Different colleges. I mean, he's also um, all American coach under coaching Helen Thames to the fifth place finish in the 400 meter, 400 meter dash. The senior posted a time of 56.20, the NAI indoor track and field championship, a new school record. Man, this gentleman also was the women's track and field place uh, in fifth in both Heart of America indoor 91 and outdoor 76 championship, setting new highs in the points scored in the four year program. Um, let's see, before that, man, so extensive. Let me get to this other real quick, though. He's also, let's see, spent served time as sports information director at Volunteer Assistant Track and Field Coach at the none other than Alcorn State <laughs> University as a sports information director. He also is responsible for the daily promotion of 18 intercollegiate sports, produced, managed, and content of all Alcorn Athletic social media badges, maintains statistical data and historical records of all sports and maintenance of the Alcorn Athletic website. Man, I don't know. Some of y'all know Miss Smitty. Some of y'all know <laughs> Mr. Junior Alcorn to kill. I don't know, man. I've known a gentleman, like I said, pretty much half my life. Spent a lot of time together while in the yard. But um, yeah. Coach Smith, man, how you doing? I appreciate you taking time with your day for being here, man. I'm good. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me today. Thanks for having man, me. Man, nah, I appreciate you, God. I'll be trying to link this up for a minute. Um, again, I know it's, it's, it's times where it's busy. You go through the seasons last couple, you know, just uh, coach life, man. You, you, you know all about it from day one. But for us, this is even more special for me because I know when we drop the episode, man, a lot of hometown people are gonna see it, a lot of friends and family are gonna see this, man. So this one is 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 probably long overdue, but the timing is right right now, man. But just how you been, man? What's going on, man? What's up, man? Just living a life, um, you know. Like I mentioned, it's is is it's a blessing to be here. Um, I mean, been, been coaching for a while. I'm actually in my break mode, taking a year off, uh, focus on the family a little more because. Man, that collegiate, the collegiate coaching and track and field cross country. I know about a lot of other sports, but this sport here is year round. We don't stop uh, competing every weekend and recruiting every weekend, every week. You know, over the summer, so uh, I had to take a step back and everything. Uh, just kind of, you know, reflect and get myself prepared. You know, that that next job coming soon. But right now, I'm just, you know, working and still coaching. Got some running clubs coming up uh, at the new gig I'm at, and you know, still out there coaching and, and mentoring those who want to get better, you know, on the youth side and everything, but also mentoring more adults now, um, you know, that want to, that are beginner runners. Uh, but other than that, just enjoying family time. Having, um, we talk about the yard, haven't been there in a minute. It's been a while. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we definitely and it's I mean, strange because I grew up there, so you know right. that's home. That's home, man. Definitely spend time there. Um, and that's Michigan, man. Let's just, I mean, again, because this this platform for me for sure is I have the 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 base of different blessed with the base of different people watching, but also yes, a bulk of these all my my viewers come from from Mississippi in the yard, but also you know West Coast, so different people. But for those that may not know you, man, let's talk about growing up on all corn campus, <laughs> man. Like let let me know what that was like, man, growing up in that environment. Um, being, you know, what I'm saying just being around that college atmosphere, HBC atmosphere from from the start, though, right? Some people fall into it. Some people may gradually gravitate to it, or they get somewhere. But you actually are homegrown of that product, right there, man. What was that like for you earlier growing up, man? Well, first of all, let's clear this up. In the 36 years that I've been alive on this earth, I was not born in the infirmary. We're gonna put that <laughs> to bed right now. <clears throat> that's that's done. We completely know that we were born in Natchez, Mississippi, not the infirmary. Um, but you know, my, my moms and my pops, you know, they, they went to school there, ended up staying around working there. So we, you know, me and my brother, we grew up there. It was just two of us, but you know, before everybody like came to college and met us, you know, we had our crew, you know, we was L town, you know, Lorman, you know, so, you know, yeah, we, we, we go to school, we getting up five o'clock in the morning, just to catch a school bus to go to Port Gibson. You know, that's where we went to high school and middle school and elementary school at. So, you know, that life, seeing the Magnara come through, seeing the driver, seeing the Dave Whitney era, seeing the uh the multiple queens of all corn state the multiple presidents like i've literally seen all of that and it's been such a blessing honestly i can't wait to get back to see what has changed I haven't been probably since i left it's been a long time oh, uh, I miss yeah. it. uh, and everything but you know my best memories of my playing you know in the in the backyard of the infirmary big open space grass come home football tackle no pads no nothing made me the person i am just rough and rugged you know i give you what i got but also when I start growing up, getting older, playing in the old gym or at the park. That, the park to me is a more uh, it symbolizes a more of, of where my heart is when it comes to playing ball. Like just joined this adult league here, and I'm playing these young dudes. I'm locking them up on D, and I'm like, they're like, man, how, dang, where you play at? It's like, nah, man, I'm 36, man. I don't play nowhere. <laughs> just, I just got that grit, you know. So you know, I wasn't like the best shooter, but you no, know, knocked down a couple of trades. You know, but old gym was like in the park was like where we live, man. Every single day, I can get out of practice and go hoop. I, next morning after a high school game, I'm going to hoop just because I wanted to get better, and you know, just wanted to kick it with my boys and stuff like that. But Alcorn is is life, man. And, you know, end up running collegiate track there um, under my guy, Big Hearn, you know, RIP to him. And uh, he gave an opportunity, uh, you know, to run track and, and gave me my first opportunity to, to coach on the collegiate level. Like, that's that was one of the things I wanted to do. And, of course, you know, that's a dream job. I, I, I always want to come back. If I ever get that job, I probably won't go nowhere else because I guarantee you I'm going to elevate that program that ain't nobody ever done before. All right, man, that's you, man. I, I hear you want to go. So it looks like, actually, man, we on live right now. So that, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's timing is everything. I was under the pressure. I must have hit the wrong button, but we're we on this We're going to just keep going right now. We're on here live, man. So they're going to tune in, man. This is going to be live right now. Special episode for y'all. Y'all seeing it right now. So that's what's up, man. So, um, and talk about, let's bring, let's, let's, let's get into that aspect of going up to the atmosphere, right? Like mayors, drivers, all that stuff, bro. What was that like as far as um, you being a kid, seeing the traffic or seeing that I got to wake up in the morning, bro, and this is crazy. Like, what was that like? How was it so much exciting? It was like, man, this is something I'm looking forward to every weekend, a game weekend, football, basketball. What was that like? Most people don't remember. We didn't have them four lanes back then, two lanes, one way in, one way out. You did have the back road, but them two lanes were full every single game. It wasn't just homecoming. You know, a lot of these young 
uh, you know, alums and everything. Like, oh, man, homecoming, be lit, lit. No, every game was lit back then. Every game from 91 to 94, man, just packed house. I mean, you've had players like DeMarcus Ware play on campus from Troy, like, Michael Strahan been out there. No, I ain't seen them guys like them. Them some some goops, some goats right there at their own university. All but, the man, yeah. Oh, and you know, being able to even have uh, the running backs. Then you know, Harry Brown. He was one of my college. I mean, uh, my algebra teachers when I was in high school. Uh, just watching those guys from Tim McNair play. Uh, uh, Quickie. We all seen Quickie play with Green Bay. But you got John Theory. You got. Um, Moses, Moses Lemon, I'm just calling out my name, Marco Walder. I saw that dude play like tight end, you know what I'm saying, at all coin. But the atmosphere was always great. But college basketball, now I'm, I'm a Dave Whitney, my guy. The only reason I really got into coaching because of how he ran his programs. Only reason. It, I didn't even play college ball. But to have your name on the gym, that's mm. huge. Uh, and not saying, you know, oh, man, I'm a coach so I can get my name. Nah, it's the, the relationships he built with those players. And just seeing those games night in and night out. Now we ain't just talking about all corn either. We talking about the teams that come in, the valleys when the valley was the valley on the court. Like nobody know that a lot of Jackson cats went to Valley to play ball on the strip. And strip, you know, we we talking strip in these red suits. And Matt clean boy shoot. Matt, come on. Like we clean. we all of that. Like we had all of that. And it was it to be honest, when strip come to Lorman. Best believe Dave Whitney bringing out his best suit. You got to dress oh, for sure. Yeah, you got to yeah. dress down. So, and and not a, that women's basketball. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Grambling would come in there tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Jackson State, Roslyn Span, man, all them, Tamika Mitchell, all them. Man, I'm telling you, like, you, it was electrifying. Girls and boys game. You would get there at 4 o'clock to get ready for that 530 matchup. If you got mm-hmm. Grambling, Jackson, Southern coming in the house and Valley when they just streaky good uh, mm-hmm. from the football. Man, Ashley Robinson from – that's the AD at Jackson State. Yeah, he yeah. known as A.D. Robinson now, but that dude could light it up from almost half court. Mm. So, you know, seeing all those guys come through, Chico Walker, who grew up with, man. <laughs> now you got the history. <laughs> he went to, the, he about, went to the rival. He oh, went to the rival high school. And all them, man, Pig, man. Oh, that's Pig, bro. You seen the history, bro. You right, you're right. We seen, we seen all of that, man. And, and, you know, I would love it to one day, like, really get that history together and put it just at all corn. I mean, people, mm-hmm. some of them just don't know. But even right now, you know, our men's basketball team doing well. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We ain't, we ain't been in that, that that championship hunt. You know, our girls are starting to come back. Coach Nate is back. Like, that's my guy. I, I grew up as him being the assistant with Shirley Walker. Mm-hmm. So it, the way everything has, has changed has been great, you know. Uh, but – Nobody that living that life, man, it's been great. I never thought, you know, I look back at it as like you had a great experience as a youth because you was able to see greats come through there. You was able to see old gym greats, you know. You got old gym greats on there, you know. Yeah. Our boy Terry, that's an old gym great right there, man. <laughs> T Large. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yes, so easy. You know, we got you know guys like Wilborn and Pico, yeah. like we played against some boys and like, man, why these boys ain't on the team? You know, so right. we had a lot of people that we know and we love dearly that we've seen come through the old gym, yeah. new gym, on the squad, at the park, and even baseball. We can go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGowan had some good guys. K- KP was a uh, – he was he's a coach at Grambling now, and that man played football and ran uh, and, and baseball in the years he was there. So you got a lot of guys and, and ladies that have come to that that that, that gate at Alcorn through how, yeah. you know, and just put on a, a clinic and actually just had some good careers and, you know, to be able yeah. to see that – was just amazing.
Yeah, man. Um, I think uh, <laughs> I interviewed actually twice uh, alumni. She played volleyball. I don't know why. Her name is. She just won a championship at Tennessee State last year, though. Oh, Dutton? The nigga said it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dutton, yeah. She, won, she won a championship TSU in the, in the OVO. With it. It like, people from <laughs> doing it, man. People yeah. out there handling their business, bro. It was a dope yeah. to see, which where we started, right? We seen yeah. start that same grind. But now, yeah. Uh, taking it other levels, man, it's definitely dope to see, man. Uh, I'm going to give you a name before you keep going. Go in, go in, the, in the track and field world right now, man, Ryan McKenzie. Oh, yeah, man. Go work, man. Man. Ryan McKenzie, Ryan. <laughs> That, I was telling talking to T man, he fits that type of job because his energy, his his demeanor, uh-huh. his motor is high yep. like that. But also people, it's relatable. They vibe yep. off Ryan, man. They they yep. why he gets something out of them. And, and speaking of that, talking to homecoming, I was gonna say about that. What about that? Because I mean, this last weekend, I was um, a couple weeks, weekends ago, two weekends ago, I was able to be there. What about that homecoming environment though? For you, was like okay, man, this is it's like you said, it's nothing like it. You can't you can't fake it. You can't not. You got to be in that environment to see what it's like to really enjoy it or also come from that to respect it man yeah matching that energy um man waking up that morning getting ready to go to parade just to walk up the street you know all these bands all these you know different cars old school mustangs driving around every they all watch clean, man oh my gosh man you bro playing a little boosie in the parade <laughs> yeah. it was just amazing i could watch from the hill but i would go in the mix by the chapel where everybody was at and it, it just it just did something different for you. You know, the tailgating. Oh, man, you can go to any tent and get something good. You ain't going to leave there with an empty stomach at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was watching the Facebook posts and everything. I'm like, man, you know, and, and Bobo, you know, you know, I went to high school with Bobo. Man, Bobo on the grill, killing it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Bobo getting it in. I'm like, man, but everybody talking about this certain piece that, you know, somebody cooked and this and that. What tent they ate to after tent? Q's, Omega, I mean, uh, Capital Strip. Just the environment, man, and it goes a long way. It's been going on for so long. Yeah, yeah. That you you seeing the new the new breeze like around our age kind of taking that over, even though we still got the old cats from the eighties yeah. nineties still doing that thing. But it's like our age is like really stepping up now and, and taking that reign. But that there's there's nothing like there's nothing and then the kids, you know, enjoying it. Uh, you know, being there, you know, throwing the candy, getting it and just having a, an amazing time. That's what I was when I was little, you know, going and just be in the atmosphere. That atmosphere is different than anything I've ever seen in my life. That's what's up, man. It's definitely good. It's always family, man, friends, and just a good time, man. Always good to see, the, especially the staff. People go back there, man. I can see the people I ain't seen who likes to be in their class or work in the mm-hmm. ag building, like just seeing them people. You know, just, it's, it's definitely dope, man. Because, again, oh, yeah. during that crucial part of your life, man, that, that was important. That was yeah. crucial. If it was to get a check on time or get a, get in front of a line or, or get yeah. a class thing done or get something yeah. or get out there quick, like, man, it was the resources that knowing people on that campus meant a lot. If you knew how to handle business, you had to know somebody. If you want yeah. to get stuff done, man. And shout out to again, mom and pops, man, for putting that 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 battery in your pack at an early age. And um, during that process, okay, because some people say it could have been automatic for you. Was it automatic for you? I'm staying right here for college. This is what I'm doing. Or do you have any ideas or uh, kind of lean the other way during that time of your life? Man, as I was getting, you know, and in Port Gibson, I played basketball, uh, ran track, cross country, and everything. And I didn't get, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know I was gonna be a track runner. That was eighth grade, and it's like, hey, you should go run. And I ran, and I stayed stuck with it. So that became my sport over basketball mm-hmm. and baseball. Younger days, I was that guy in baseball. Like nobody like knows that too much, and I just kind of faded away from the sport a little bit. But hooping and stuff like that, and you know, track. I got some offers, but it was like, all right. 
go run at the corner. We didn't have a lot of history then. It was like, all right, maybe I can go help them win a championship. You know, I became one of the top distance guys and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people remember this name, even though uh, Big Herm got me that, you know, was my coach for four years. But Coach Shields was like heavily mm-hmm. recruiting me out of high school. And I mean, I knew then because of how she used to talk to me and stuff like that. You know, I, that's that's where I'm going. I'm going to the corner. I'm not going anywhere. It's cheaper. <laughs> it's definitely at that time it's cheaper but you know right. met some great people uh on that team you know what i'm saying like coming into me it's like it was great for me to have them come in and i can show them a few things i got some best friends out of there and everything i still keep in contact with but i just knew that was where i needed to be and where i wanted to be and also you know with the fraternity going through you know my brother and everybody went through uh and, and being a and i was a chemistry major so Dr. Stewart, that's my guy. You know, Miss Ely, shout out to her. She's been still rolling down there. You know, everybody's family. I mean, Miss Ware is the uh, dean of students now. But Tracy Cook was my high school principal my senior year. You know, so that guy, you know, I've known him since I was knee high. So <laughs> it's it's so much I can say about Lorman. You know, everybody said, oh, I'm going to all call now. It's Lorman. That's, you know, we can throw the L up all day. That's Lorman. You know, that's, that's home. And you know, just being a part of that, even on the college side of things, just just made me realize that, like, man, this is this is one place I never forget. This is the special place in my heart, yeah, ever. For sure, man. For sure that. Um, so then you do graduate and decide to leave now, venture off. What yeah. was that transition like? Because I mean, of course, I know you've been on trips competing, leave out of town, but now knowing I'm going to relocate myself, what was, mm-hmm. was that a push pull thing? Was that a hard decision, or was like I'm going to step out here and just keep moving, or what? So I actually I left and I did a little bit in the, in the Navy and I came back um, and I became the SID at Alcorn and um, I spent a little time in Texas. I coached a little football uh, there, which um, I brought a kid in to play uh, the following year after I left Texas and he came from Greenville, Texas, named Jeffro Davis and he ended up having a pretty decent career. He, won, he was on the SWAT championship team with Hobson in that first year. Um, but being a sports inf- information director, I knew I could make a difference because I knew that I had the history. Uh, no, so I revamped all those records that's there now. A lot of people don't know that I took a year and a half to get all those records up. We had we had nothing. We honestly had anything, and a lot of people can vouch for this because they know I worked hard to get those records up. Because I mean, how are we gonna be a top tier D one program? We can't even show, you know, recruits like you can break this record. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be the man. You can be scoring over two thousand points in your career. Blah blah. blah. But transitioning out. My last year's the SID, I had to get back to track and field. I, I cross I had to get back to it. I was helping out, but it was time for me to see if I can get my own program. I knew it wasn't gonna happen there immediately because of you know what was there and everything, but I had to step out. So honest truth, and I was married by that time. I've been married, I have been, ma- been married almost 13 years now. And at that time, we was like three, four years in. I got two boys, a little girl, and man, I took a GA spot in Kansas City. Not knowing the next year after I took that four-year GA, I was a head coach, and from there it just it just went. It just went. We'll be right back with more ninety-four feet with Coach JT. You're an entrepreneur. You take risks. You're a trendsetter who stands out from the crowd. You're a business owner who makes more than just money. You make a difference. Sergeant Branding Firm exists to help you do what you do best, change the world, get everything you need to elevate your brand and have a professional website at sergeantbranding.com. 
Vicky Cakes Dairy-Free Pancake and Waffle Mix is the heart of breakfast. Bring your family back to the table for good food and good memories. Shop now at VickyCakesOnline.com. And now, back to the show. I would say, well prepared for it. I mean, like I say, I say as I say, if you can make it at Alcorn or an agency, you can make it anywhere, you know what I mean? We've been, been through some times over there, good, bad, but yeah. um, I'm sure well prepared for it. The work ethic was there. Um, what was that jump like from going from the GA to, uh, now this is you, you got to do this? All the paperwork, all the <laughs> admin and stuff. Man, that was, that was like the biggest thing uh, trying to transition to because excuse me being a volunteer even though the sports information director i was like handling stuff with you know with the all the athletes taking the pictures and all that stuff now i had to run a program of young minds and at that time wasn't even that younger than me at the moment they like six seven year gap so recruiting them i could relate to them a little bit in what they were looking for um i remember my first year at avila you know it was you know when you go to these nai schools a lot of them are non-profit so you ain't giving out full scholarships but these kids are buying in. After a couple kids, you know, that had stayed around the program, I lost a lot of kids when I took over their program. Lost a lot of them. They didn't, you know, they knew the former coach who was a frat brother of mine. He's a really good hurdles coach, by the way, that was in Kansas City who recruited me to come up here. Uh, you know, he went in a different direction. So those kids left, and I was stuck with maybe 26, 27 kids. We did good. Brought Helen Thames that you mentioned in, brought uh, another young lady from Florida in. I was reaching out to my connects. And man, we, we, I guarantee you this day you asked, the program is not, the program going ahead a little bit. The program got, uh, you know, taken away from us. So uh, back in 2019, which in, which why I ended up at Benedict and they cut the program completely. Um, but you go ask anybody about Avila, Avila University track and field, which is in a neighborhood. It's a neighborhood school, neighborhood Catholic school. And, They'll tell you, man, that was that was that was Kale's program, huh? That was your Kale's program. Like, yo, them, yo, they were rolling. You know, we only had three All Americans in the mix of that because it was such a short period of time. But let's believe I was coming. We we were coming. It, it was another year. They that year would have finished out. They would have felt all of that, man. And um, you know, just putting those kids on the map, like giving them some, giving them that degree of coaching that even though I'm relating to them. I would light a fire under them real quick. Like, I don't know why. Is it, I, that's why I say I get this from Dave Whitney. Dave Whitney will cuss you out in a heartbeat. <laughs> not saying I'll cuss anybody out, but if you can walk away from this practice, if we're not having a good day, like, have a good day. So, you know, I will put that in their mindset, but we got the mix. Oh, I didn't even have to yell as much. They already knew. We finna here to take care of business. I have this saying, and even with the school I just left at Benedict, it's like, hey, today we putting them on notice. We putting everybody in the country at this meet on notice because, hey, they don't know none of what they don't know what we do. They don't know how I roll because, as my coach philosophy, you know, in this in this slang, it, it's gutter. You know, mm-hmm. you don't barbecue a meal do, and I, <laughs> you ain't barbecuing a day. Hey, when we all go meal do, I need everybody to barbecue today. You know, so they felt that they've taken that. I mean, as we get further along, you, there's <laughs> been some fun stories with with yeah. these programs I've been around, man, and these, these kids I still keep in contact with them. They're doing great in their careers, and that was one thing. Hey, you gonna graduate? We ain't walking out of here without a degree. Um, so when they cut the program, I had some leaving come with me, and they ended up graduating from that school. So that's been great. Just seeing those kids walk the stage and some getting married and all that. So it's been great. I was that was gonna ask my that next question. Actually, kind of bring that up because, like, I mean, man, to see yes, people want to get accolades, we want to win, but to see young men and women become 
my coach told me this year to go successful young men and women in society and graduate. Like, it's not that we don't do it for the money. The checks ain't big enough. That sacrificing time for away from our families ain't big enough. But to see student athletes become good adults or go accomplish their goals, it's like, okay, that's that's what the work is for. That's what this grindness is for. Yeah, that's why I may be a little bit, we may yeah. butt heads sometimes, but I want you to make yeah. it. But what is your passion for all this actually come from? Though? Like, what drives you to, can, to, to what, what drives you to start doing it? It may have shifted now. But, yeah, give me what's, what, what drives you to start it and then give it to me what maybe your focus is now and why you still do this. Five names. Shakisha, Kaden, Logan, Carrington, Anaya. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's the family. That's the wife and that's the kids. That's it, man. Like, that transition up here, that was the toughest transition we probably – my wife did not want to come. Uh, she was like, no, nah, my God. And that was a tough road, you know, but – in the process of that, like, I mean, I had four jobs. I, I, I drove for Amazon overnight. I would get off the truck. We got to meet. I just got out of the truck from midnight up until eight o'clock in the morning. And we got to meet to go to an aisle. It's a three and a half hour trip. I hop in that van. I drive them kids to that meet. You know, the grind. I worked that quick trip. <laughs> QT. And they pay good. You get paid every Wednesday. You know, so I had three jobs at one point, and I'm an umpire. I was an umpire. I was officiating basketball games. I was doing all that at one time. Right, boy. Dude, I was never at home. I was never at home. And when I look back at it, you know, everybody still has a struggle here and there. But that was a tough time. And we and then we had another child up here. So, um, you know, I'm not going to go deep into my business, but that was just it's tough, man. It was tough. My baby girl was born. The next night, I'm back on the truck. Mm. So I had to go do that. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that grind. And even in the area that I'm in right now, man, you know, this is can like we were right on the borderline of Kansas and Missouri. Like you can cross into Kansas by walking into it. That's how close we are, you know. But it's big up here. You know, you got the Chiefs, you got the Royals. When we got here, we we're in the World Series and my homes, and like we were around all of this. It's exciting because me, I'm in the country. I ain't never seen none of this before. <laughs> you come up here, you got you got support. Like I probably have one of the best bosses I ever had right now, and I've only been in this other job for like a couple months. So it's, it's, it's been a blessing to see um, how everything is shifting and into the direction that it should be shifting, even though it took so long to get there. But I, I just thank God for the, the you know, being patient with me and me being patient with him, because there have been times it's like, man, this this ain't working. My, you know, my this ain't this ain't working. My career is not where it's supposed to be. Like, you know, you think you get out of college, you jump right into it. Nah. Mm -hmm. It ain't that it ain't like that for everyone. So you got to take different steps and, and a different, you know, approach. So yeah, I was a chemistry major. Now I'm coaching track and field. Like how that works. Like why you ain't in the oil field or you know, petroleum yeah. world or a doctor? Because I had aspirations of that at one time. Like I had done so much that I have, to be honest, I got so many, I could put my hands on anything right now, learn it, pick it up, make it great. That's that's and that's just how that's my drive, you know. So I mean that's yeah, that's, that, that's a good thing. Also, as you know, as we know, man, as, as men, it's hard to find something we're passionate in and yeah. do it, but also be rewarded for it, right? Oh, yeah. Things we're trying to pay bills, responsibilities, but we may hate it or it's not work. It's not, it don't it don't fill our cup up. But when you find that part, you still better benefit from it. It's, it's definitely a blessing, man. Now, I, I wish that on everybody they could find something they, they love doing and could, could survive off it, but also provide, you know, saying bless others with it because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to do. It don't happen for everybody, you know what I mean? Uh, Real quick, I want to talk about the relationship between man, you pops and brother, man. Like just even me know, knowing y'all growing up in that time of my life, and I was a young man, just being, I don't know, just good dudes, man, just good people, bro. You can just tell, right? The last name speak that everybody know, 
But um, or just even shout out to Pops, man, how he just was an everyday same person. You know what I mean? That again, coming from California, you know my folks are from Natchez too. Down yeah. there, right there, right? You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, but just meeting good people on the yard. But somebody like that, he's always gonna be in my book of top whatever, right? Mr. Smith, yeah. always give me that smile, give me that look. Good game, bad game, basketball, whatever he's hanging out, he always give me that truth, real. But I was gonna be like welcoming, like cool. But what was that shit growing up with you, pops and bro, man, on the yard? Man, that man still ain't changed. He the same. <laughs> he he the same dude, man. But um, uh, you know, you know, he he that that is how he how I work now. Mm -hmm. I mimic him. When he was the assistant register before he became register mm -hmm. official in the military. You know, he go get his bowling nights on Tuesday. That's gonna happen. Yeah, he wasn't doing it like almost every day like he does it now, but. That was him. And I'm like, man, I grind just like that dude, man. Like, and you know, the relationship between me, him, and my brother, like my brother, you know, people sleep on him, he could hoop. Nobody really oh, hey, nobody really know about yeah, that. That he, he can hoop. Him off a couple times. Like, I don't do it too uh -huh. much, but I'm gonna come yeah. this thing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but but he my but my dad, you know, we play games to one. Like first bucket win, let's go another one. Like that's how I got better. He was a lefty. You know, they used to have eight uh, all-corn adult teams in the, in the old gym whooping up on us. You know, college kids. I'm like, man, they winning the lead, the intramural squad. They can no. shoot that day. They shoot it from the corner and everything. <laughs> they let ballerina shot, man, it kill me and this stuff. But uh, but he, yeah. you know, and he's not a man of big words. He's yeah. not a man of big words. But I don't know not one person that has come across his path that he has not helped. I don't know yeah. one person that don't call him Pops or Mr. Smith. You know, I didn't even have a name. It was Young Smitty, you know. Lil Smitty, like it ain't Jaquel. Nobody ever said that, Harley. Hey Smith, you know, what's up? What you got? Oh, Smith, mm -hmm. you running with us? Like, like, nah, man. It's that's because of and that's the respect. That's the respect that he got, man. Him and him facts. and Papa J, you know, Papa J. Yeah. Uh, that's that was my guy. That was my other dad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's it's tough to sometimes come back because neither one of them there, but at the same time, Pop not there either. You know, like, Pop's in the mirror room. Or both of them run the clock, you know, Dean Barnes, yeah. all of them on the clock. And just seeing them guys doing what they do on the clock because they love the university. Mm -hmm. It ain't about money. It ain't about none of that. They love Alcorn. Yeah. And, and they love they love seeing us excel. They love seeing anybody excel. You know, you help you, you reach out to them, they're gonna help you at any time. But that, me and my brother and him, we know we my brother you know he a pervy now, uh working in mm -hmm. Texas. So he out there closer to my oldest boy. And everything, but you know, we talk. You know, I don't talk as much. He be working, I be working. But the relationship then was, hey man, you gotta get, you gotta get your job done. You got, you know, you gonna graduate, you get this degree, coaching me up, you know, financially, you know, mentally. Like, you know, I ain't gonna say, you know, as much as physical. I kind of just got that that niche from him on my own. I just went out and worked out myself. You yeah. know, that was my thing. But you know, ain't too much to do it long when you 15, 18 years you old. Got a couple options. Bro. <laughs> you know, all your friends. That's another thing I went through. Like. All my friends, they moved away. Like all my best friends, I mean, uh, y'all know Eddie. Eddie was on mm -hmm. the yard, but Eddie moved away. Eddie went to the rival school in, in basketball, and mm -hmm. it was my boy still. But it was just after that, it was just me and maybe a couple more guys. But they were younger, so I had to kind of grow up a little quicker in that aspect, and had to go hoop with the older guys. But my dad would let us do what we do. But he would yeah. be at them basketball games and stuff when I was in high school. He wasn't a track guy, so he didn't really come watch a lot of them tracks. But yeah. you know, that seeing gym, my, no boy, he ain't missing that gym. That, that gym he ain't missing that gym, man. He ain't, he ain't missing that gym. Yeah, nope. But you, you can tell the the benefits of being around the older gentlemen or the college kids when you're in high school. Because 
when nobody taking these on you, yeah, respect factor was there. Yeah. But also, I think it just the iron sharpened iron at that point was like, hey man, you gonna be around this, so we we respect you. You ain't possible, but also not. We gonna make it what it is because in the day you playing around us. So we, you reflect yeah. what we was by like, seeing around us like, hey man, he got to earn this. He yeah. Earn this, but like I said, never back down mentality. Come back every day. Give me every another. Day. Give me skin another. Is, skin is little thing on the court. <laughs> Skinny little up. king in the court, you know, and that was that was my thing. Like I, I, I told my son, he said, "Man, dad, I'm trying for basketball." I was like, "Man, you can't hoop," <laughs> you know. It's like, well, I say, I said, I said, I said three things. I told him the other day, I said, it's three things a coach gonna look at. You gonna go hustle? Can you make a layup? Mm-hmm. And you gonna play some defense? Now, hustling and defense might be in the same thing, but it's like, nah, you still gonna do that hustling on offense. We get a rebound, we gone up the floor. Gotta do it. Got to do it. So, you know, and he taught, man. Bro, my second oldest is like my height, and he 12. You know, he got his first pick last week. Shout out to him, you know, catching that last week and everything. But he's he really a quarterback, man. But uh, we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. And my oldest boy, he playing ball too. So, I mean, them guys, they, they act like me. They move like me. And it's like, oh, man, these boys, man. And I hope they don't take some of my ways. You know, I had some, <laughs> some different ways when I was growing up. But, you know, they they love their papa. You know, that's Papa now. It ain't, it ain't, you know, Jimmy Smith for life. It's Papa and them girls always spoiled, my guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they spoiled, yeah, man. Good dude, man. Good, oh, good yeah. solid, man. But again, I think that's why you, your family, we, and him be blessed because we did for everybody else, man. Like like you said, man, he's giving, giving himself his time, whatever. It's, it's, it's undeniable what blessing should be coming his way, man, because it's a lot of students who came through there who, who will call yeah. them, they like, that's Pops too. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's Pops too. I know you, that's y'all blood, but that's, hey, that's Pops. And we had no, and we had no problem with it. You know, y'all big bro, big yeah. sis. You know, and they take care of us. They take care of us. But you know, <laughs> what's funny? Now that I'm thinking about the yard, man. Everybody came to the car wash. <laughs> oh, everybody came to the car wash right on this at the house. We still had the house on campus. So I mean, yeah. hey, car wash Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Get the hookup yeah. before the games that weekend, man. Gotta be right. Gotta be right. <laughs> I promise you, I thought about saying, you know what, one day I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do the car wash and donate it to the university throw and see back. how many people actually show up. Throw it back. Yeah, throw it back. Man, it's going to pull up, man. You got too many cars, but we need some help. That's true. Help. That's you true. That's how I help. get them young boys out there. My boys, they get to watch these vehicles. That's you what's know? up, man. Um, man, just overall, just uh, in general, though, man, for you in the, this athletic, this track world, what has it been? What type of impact has it been for you personally, though? Man, I've grown. I've had my bumps. Um, you know, gotta know gotta know the rules uh to everything when it comes to that collegiate level because it's so strict now. Um, but I've had a support system that I've built over the years. Yeah, my wife has been there twenty four seven seeing me coming in late. And it been times where I would wake up and get back home late for two days in a row and not even see my kids. And so that that motivates or, or it tears you up a little bit, but it motivates you. I mean, you're doing something right. You know what I'm saying? And these kids' lives that I'm touching, that's like the biggest thing for me. It's like, you know, we win, but at the end of the day, man, that man had a personal best. Uh, you, man, you just broke the school record. Matter of fact, you broke your own record, which means you the GOAT now. You know, so hearing that from them and and just allowing them to, to be themselves in this world while I'm teaching them, that sport and we all know being a student athlete is a tough thing. Richard Sherman said it the best when he was talking about Stanford. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to him on that. It's like, man, people don't really understand student athlete. 
but also people don't understand that life as a, as a coach, man, especially for me, I pretty much had part-time coaches. So pretty much it was me and the team. Like being at Avila, I had like 40 to 50 kids. The last program I had, I had up to 100 kids. And I had to manage every single thing. And I can coach almost every event. I prefer not to. But at the same time, I had to coach every event with those 100 different minds. And you got so many different minds. It might be a sad day for them. It might be a happy day for them. It might be, oh, Coach, I failed a test today for them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, How can you adjust to that? And it's like mm-hmm. I come home and at the midst of this, I was in school. I just got my master's a year ago uh, in sports administration. So, it's, you know, my intentions are to be an athletic director. I think I got that in me, though, just to throw that out there. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, coaching these kids, man, just in the different uh, the different cultures. You know, I went, you know, I'm a Southern, you know, talking about the religion. I'm a Southern Baptist in the school I was coached at is a Catholic school. And they have different things they do. It's a predominantly Catholic school. It's an amazing school, athletically, uh, educational, like academic. They're up here. I didn't have not one year where my teams didn't have over a 3.4, 3.5 GPA average. Nice. So they got it done in the classroom. But what we just got, like, it's so much fire under that uh, that program right now, man. I, I I'm watching them. And I'm like, man, they put me in work. But you can look back on that, and even at Avalon, say, man, you did that. Plant the like, seed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You planted that seed. Like, and, and it's, it's like, man, that seed that was planted for me when I was young, I got to get it back to the yard. I got to get it back to the yard. If I get back, I'm telling you, it's going to be fireworks. <laughs> and, and, and and Division One, and this is a shout out to everybody, they're going to feel it. Yeah, that's and we're gonna speak into existence right now, and also that's why we're on this platform as a resource. <laughs> Somebody gonna hear. Somebody gonna see. <laughs> we'll see. This, I'm gonna post it and send some right people too. So I'm just telling you right now, I'm <laughs> message. Y'all gotta watch the interview. They gonna see it. I'm gonna tell you because we alumni, so that's what it is, man. But um, yeah. before we get out of here, bro, you already know basketball, triple threat, drill, pass or shoot. But mm. for right now, at the end of my shows, I ask all my guests, give me your personal triple threat, right? Three things that you can hang your hat on, or when you walk back on the yard as the whatever title be, give me three things that people can know, affiliate that with you. Like, this is Smitty or this is Jaquel. Give me your three things. Give me your triple threat right now. Huh. One, he ain't going to sleep until he get the job done. I'm not going to sleep. I'm an early bird. I get up and get it after it, like, rise and grind. Mm-hmm. And I bought my kids all a different wristband that, you know, relates to them. So. Yeah. I'm gonna get after it. I'm gonna get after it. They know that. I'm gonna grind until I can't grind no more. Two, the fact that I got that purple and gold so deep in my veins is in there. Too many people can't say that. And there's nothing cocky about it or anything. You ain't grow up there. You wasn't a baby in the trailer parks back there. You wasn't none of that. You you, you know you didn't get teased on for being born in infirmary or. You know, we got picked on because, you know, we actually wore nice clothes to school when we was going to high school. Like, man, y'all don't know nothing about that. You know, you know, besides my boys, they, they they used to fight. Man, I ain't fight. They ain't fight me. I was I was quiet, for one. I ain't talk a lot. You know, them guys, they, they go to bat for me, but whatever. But it's not like I was a punk or anything. I just nobody touched me. They knew. <laughs> they knew. But they knew that I, that Kells, like, he respectable dude. Like, mm-hmm. he gone, you know, he mannerable. You know, he got a high temper if he go, you know, if he go that route. But then I will also say my last thing is that, you know, triple threat is that, hey, (laughs) when it comes to my family, nothing can top what I'm going to do for them. 
I can have zero dollars or one dollar. My kid's gonna get 25 cents a piece. If I had a dollar 25, my wife would get it, of course. She'd get a quarter. But I'm gonna give everything, everything I got. It's like playing defense in the old gym or anything. I'm gonna hack it, I'm gonna hack you, I'm gonna hack you, I'm gonna hack you. <laughs> you ain't beating me going to the rim. Yeah. You ain't gonna out, you ain't gonna out, you ain't gonna outsmart me, you ain't gonna outrun me, you ain't gonna outcoach me, you ain't gonna out do none of that. Well, I ain't won no national, ain't won no national championship yet. Mm-hmm. Best believe it's coming. I might be 60 years old and it's coming, it's gonna happen. But you know, that's just me. And those three things are just, you know, I think about Russell Westbrook. Somebody told me you play like him, you can rebound, shoot. Dribble, say, man, you know what? I can do all that, but when it comes to the triple threats in life, mm-hmm. I can grind. I can I can show up. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna grind, and you ain't gonna ever take you. You can't you can't out heart. Like I got more heart than any of you guys ever had before in your life. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my takeaway on that. I probably went more than three. <laughs> right. but, but it's it's like I said. This one, even I knew this conversation for us was gonna be that way because it just. Even for me, it still means something. Like yeah. just to step back on the campus, step back on the yard, step back in Mississippi. Period. Step yeah. back to go to Natchez, see my, my you know, see my grandma house still there, my cousin there. It's different, man. Like people, yeah. like, That's home, bro. Like that's in me. That's not just on me. That's in me, though. No matter what y'all think, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, I feel you, brother. I felt that. Like I that's felt that for real. You know what I'm saying. But the relatability is also that I know your pops. You know, so I've been around you, bro. Y'all, we've been around you. We basically spent time together. We hung out. You came to the trailer, kid, hang out. And just, just yeah. chill as a young boy, just sit over there and chill with us, man. Just sit with the, with the older dudes and be cool. So I'm like, talking smack in the old gym, arguing over, 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 over a car. Weekends, <laughs> weekends crazy. OG, <laughs> we ain't, I ain't go home. We eat the gym. Nah. Saturday, Saturday morning, nah. Saturday night, Sunday, yeah. we go eat the calf. Like, you know what I mean? Them times was endless, month after month, night after night, bro. So yeah. I appreciate you taking time out your day, man. We're going to make this thing happen. Um, and I thought we were pre-recording, but bro, this is live right now on the spot. So I'm saying it's gonna be on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It's all in LinkedIn. It's on right now. I'm gonna repost That's it wild. again, put it out there. I'm gonna send it out so our alumni chapter's gonna see it. Everybody gonna tap in, bro. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, yeah. Shout out to the wifey, sacrificing yeah. and the kids too, man, for being there. But I mean, it's it's, it's only in due time and God's timing. Yeah, your dreams will be it'll happen for you, bro. Like I say, it's my yeah. part too. As your as your boy, your big brother, make this happen. I'm do my best. Appreciate it. No matter what you want to do, where you want to go, bro. It's all love. Uh, yeah. Man, y'all heard it here first with Coach Smith and yeah. Coach JT, man. 94 feet with Coach JT. We out on this Wednesday midday live session. We out. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to 94 Feet with Coach JT. Subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, and follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. This is a production of 1217 Media.